0: This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted piles to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Check out the new propswap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit bonus to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. And we're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And, of course, do not forget to go download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, Dgens, to the Butterfield Bermuda DFS Pick Show. It's your boy Boston Capper with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, you ready for this week, baby?
1: I mean, you barely got through that without cracking up at the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. Thinking about the conversation we had last night about uh, all the seedy dealings they deal with. (laughs) I know
0: exactly. Exactly. (laughs) yeah. It's definitely clean money once again. Uh, yes, exactly. We
1: we are in no way for smirching, uh the official bank of the Bermuda government and
0: uh, all definitely the, cocaine all, money.
1: All the great things they do for the world. So why don't we get back to this golf tournament again before we end up in the back of a trunk of somebody's car? <laughs> um, so I went on my big rant. If you guys listen to the previous show, I had a bunch of liens and stats and you know stuff about the golf course and basically I gave kind of like a cookie cutter template of things i'm looking for this week so i always like at the top of the show on the tuesday show you know because after boston Capper scour twitter looking at bad takes some good takes too, <laughs> listen to listen stuff i always like seeing where his crazy brain is especially because this is such a fucked up event so <laughs> where's your head at as far as you know what are you looking for any sort of attributes you're going for you know why don't you let the audience in of uh, where your head's at
0: yeah, really. I mean, I'm just looking for guys who play well on coastal courses and who play good, at, like, whatever. It's, it's the. the. Fantasy National, I can't figure out a way not to say it, Uh, who played good is Windy AF. Like, Windy as fuck. Like, looked at that. Who plays really good in windy conditions? You were just telling me offline, they had like 50 mile an hour winds today. Like, it's going to be an absolute shit show. Um, I want guys who have low trajectory on their ball flights. I would like accuracy off the tee. But in reality, with this type of wind, like, I don't know, man. I just want guys who grew up playing in it, who... Uh, we're comfortable with it. And yeah, I mean, look, this is such a shit tournament as far as like talent goes that it's one of these places where anybody can win. So any type of weird angle that that you feel strong about, run with it, man. Run with all it. All right. Please. I
1: mean, I, I don't mean to push back on you or something, but, I, you know, hmm. that's that what you just said. Something reminds me, of something because I hear that all the time. Like, I want guys with low trajectories on their golf ball. Yeah. How the fuck do you know who has a low trajectory <laughs> on their golf
0: ball? <laughs> I don't know. I just assume guys who play good in wind. Have a low trajectory on the golf ball so it doesn't get ate okay. up by the wind. That's it. All right. Like, so it's not it's not
1: based on anything or, any, you know, stuff like that. No, I mean, just, you, you can find
0: it. You just have to have the track man data in order yeah, to have access to that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I just like, yeah. do you remember when, like, do you remember when the ball trajectory used to be a fucking thing? Yeah. No, yeah, I remember to, it was. Yeah. It used to be a thing. Like, whatever. Like, and, and seriously, the like guys who play well in the wind have a low trajectory. They they, they have to be that. Oh, it's going to get ate up every fucking time they tee it off. Yeah, yes or no. I mean, Hideki
1: Matsuyama is pretty good in the winning, He is a pretty high trajectory. So whatever. Yep, I don't know. I'll, I'll give you that. Listen, it, it, it's your little blankie this week. You know, yeah, you're it's gonna. gonna Yeah,
0: that's fine. All
1: right. Well, I I, I have a mini rant that I'm going to have. And it oh, seems right? like, I mean, I had already made my picks. I already made all my bets. But I kind of like just seeing what everybody else is picking. And It seems like there is <clears throat> a lack of creativity as far as uh, the market this week, as far as who they're betting. It seems like everybody's gravitating the same people. They're all, you know, going to your ball strikers. You know, I heard a couple of takes. Saying, well, you know, at this course, you got to be a really good ball striker. Well, you know, let's pump the brakes for a second. So 2019, Brendan Todd was going to open up a pizza franchise. if he didn't money qualify into the Houston Open. That's the state of where his game was. And then a week later, he ended up winning the championship. So you can't tell me that current form he's in the ball. pretty <laughs> well. go there. And then last year, Brian Gay missed about 50 billion cuts in a row. And beat other terrible ball striker, Winden Clark, in a playoff. So, listen, you know, you guys can cling to your ball striking stats. I usually am that type of guy. And sometimes I got sucked into that this week. But at the end of the day, everybody's on the same people. Everybody's cleaning your ball strikers, and it's probably going to be someone you don't expect who's end up in, who ends up winning. So you should take some chances this week. Take some stabs. There's actually a lot of guys I kind of like that I think are better fits for this golf course based on how I think the weather is going to be, how it's going to play. And they're not really well loaned, and they're not really good ball strikers either. So if you listen to this and you say, hey, Steve, his ball striking stats suck. That I saw on on Fantasy National. Well, A, it's probably because, you know, you don't have the European tour data. It's only the incomplete. And, B, you're just not opening your mind enough. So, you know, stop criticizing me and uh sit back
0: and we'll see what happens open your mind man you're gonna open your mind exactly i'm very zen this week <laughs> we're at the Prumita championship so. yeah man it is funny so like uh i think i told you offline uh this text the other day uh, i think it was kenny kim who said it he's like man there is nobody in dfs there's no casual in this fucking it playing the Bermuda Butterfield Bermuda, whatever the fuck this thing is called, there's there's no casuals. Like it's all guys like us. So you're gonna see heavy concentrations of people. So Steve's right. Like this is a part. This is a point to pivot because you get that you get that uh, group groupthink mentality going on on Golf DFS Twitter, and everybody's on the same plays. And yeah, man, take a stab on your guys. you guys. Listen once again, nobody knows shit, and like we do our best to. To give winners and things like that. But in reality, like, like Brian Gay, come on, man. Like, fuck, no one saw right. Brian Gay coming.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and it seems like everybody's just pulling up their fantasy Nash or Stats yep. Davis and just kind of punting on this. And all right, who's the best ball strikers? Well, I'm just going to pick that. So yep. and I notice a lot of those types of guys are really popular. And I'm going to debunk a couple of those people tonight because they don't really have the full story (laughs) on some of these guys. So speaking of ownership, uh, Boston Capper, why don't you go through uh, the DraftKings pricing and uh, tell us uh, who the most popular guys are this week and uh, give you like a little mini take as far as you do it. Yeah, that's fine.
0: So it looks like in the 10K range, everyone is popular. We got three guys over 20%, Fitzy, uh, Gesundheit, and uh, Seamus Power. Uh, The only person, and then Pereira is basically at 20. He's a little over 19. So Patrick Reed's the only guy not getting any love um, at between 10 and 13%. So it looks like this is a huge star air quotes, stars and scrubs build, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, I mean, it makes sense in this type of field. I mean, just grab somebody who's good up top and do it. But I don't know, man, like it's crazy to see some of this overship.
1: No, yeah, I mean, it seems like there's a little bit of a dead zone, like between like ninety-five hundred dollars and like eighty-five hundred dollars, and that usually means stars and scrubs.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. definitely a little bit of that, because I mean, you got guys like from the Corn Ferry Tour, like Buckley and 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 Ramey, uh, oh, I guess Hadwin's at fifteen, right? But Buckley and Ramey are the only ones over ten percent until you get in the nine K range, other than Hadwin. Everybody yep. else. Had, I mean, had Hadwin's so popular this week. I know he, he is the CT pan this week. Oh, nice. I like it. Yeah, I don't, have, well, I don't have.
1: we'll see if that actually comes through. I mean, there's a little bit of merit to it, but I'm sure we're gonna talk about him a lot tonight.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, he's he's pumping at at twenty percent, anywhere between fourteen and twenty percent in the eight K range. Uh, really, there's only there's only one chalky option down here. It's, it's Denny McCarthy. Oh, I guess Ryan Armor's fifteen too.
1: Nah, you got Guido too. Oh yeah, numbers.
0: yeah, yeah. So 13, 13 to fifteen. Yeah, Guido, McCarthy, and Armor. Right. So everybody, everybody's gonna, I think it's hilarious when everybody plays Armor at the same time. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it just.
1: I mean, <laughs> Ryan Armor, fourteen percent, eighty-one hundred dollars. is something that's really square there. I mean, again, we're gonna talk about him a lot tonight. You know, there's some merit to it, but yeah, this seems, that seems like a recipe for disaster.
0: Yeah, and what's up with Hubbard? Twenty-two percent? But we'll save him. Yeah, please. I mean, he, ch- he, ch- I... he,
1: ch- he checks a lot of boxes, okay. and that's a guy I've liked a lot. You know, okay. I, you know, I've been pumping his you know tires yeah. for about a year now, saying he's going to yeah. win one of
0: these things. So, All right. yeah. okay. All right. All right. And then you got Hardy at fucking twenty percent, Knox at fourteen or eighteen to fourteen, depending on where you're looking at, and then another. You know, 12 to 18 on Ekrot, 14 to 17 on Duff Daddy. (laughs) Yeah, that's why you texted me mad the other day. Um, Hearn, 10%. Like, Dude, I don't know anything about David Hearn. How the fuck is he 10%?
1: We talked about him last night. I know, but I don't really know you anything were, about him.
0: Just, that was when
1: you just were tuned out. You're watching Monday Night Football sweating your bets. You didn't hear anything about David Hearn. So, no, he, he's, he has the third best course history in the, this field. And he basically is the mold of like a Brendan Todd or Brian Gay. He just, you know, super accurate, no pop off the tee, a below average ball striker with his
0: irons, which is he scrambles his ass off and he puts well. Gotcha. That's and David then other Brian Gay. He's only This man has come in third and first. It's the only tournament this guy can show up at. He's only 5% owned. I love that as a leverage spot. I do. I mean, he's
1: playing bad on the eve of the Bermuda Championship, so that means you just play him because he's going to yeah. randomly win.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, even if he's not going to really win, if you even look at his third place when he had like fucking 15 missed cuts rolling up to it. He clearly likes his golf course. Like, whatever. Like, 5%? Like we said, differentiate a little bit. Your your boy Bo Hogue, fucking 14%. <laughs> I don't
1: use my boy anymore. I, I I'm off the Bo train.
0: And then under 6K, there really isn't like, uh, there's some chalk up top, but then it just completely falls off after that. So you got Percy at 12 uh Von Taylor at 14%, 15%, and then it's it's. You know, Chase Seifert at ten and that's the last chalk. Everybody else is like point two one three.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough bill because last, you know, a couple weeks we've had guys like it's 6,200 6, bucks we have be able to play because it's just four rounds you don't have to worry about getting cut, but right. really anyone under sixty six hundred bucks is just garbage. Oh yeah. Like, oh. I mean, we made fun of him last night, but Sean O'Hare is sixty six hundred dollars <laughs> and he hasn't done anything for a while. Like that's just, that's no bueno. No, no bueno. No. no. All right. Well, we may reference this to a couple of times. Uh, let's talk about the weather. This, you know, like, you know, when I talk about in Vegas, th- there was really nothing to talk about. Um, last week, there was a little bit of weather on Friday it was pretty bad. But I mean, this week, weather is a huge factor. So currently, the conditions in Bermuda is 35 to 50 mile per hour winds. It's been raining all day. If you're listening in the northeast right now, you know, the big nor'easter that we just had up here. Well, the ass was basically down in Bermuda. So that's what they get all week. The golf course is saturated; it's soaked. Uh, I would be surprised if any of these guys got any meaningful practice time in to play this thing. They're probably going to come in ice cold. So on nice. Thursday, uh, it's about 25 to 30 mile per hour winds in the morning, dies down to 20, 25 in the afternoon. That's basically the same thing. I don't think there's any wave split but it's going to be tough scoring conditions. Anytime you go to a coastal place that's ex- completely exposed with a lot of wind, it doesn't work well. Friday's probably going to be the best scoring conditions of the week. That th- winds basically are dying down. I think you're going to see a lot of guys make a run towards the cut, you know, there that's going to be, you know, that, that's where you got to make a move. But then Saturday, another <clears throat> storm system moves in starting at about 9. AM. It's going to rain all the way through Sunday night. It's going to be 18 to 25 mile per hour, Pretty much consistently there. I'm a little worried about a Monday finish. I'm a little worried about a 54-hole, uh, you know, tournament. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. I think uh, might get some shenanigans at the end, and maybe some unhappy batters who not happy with the Monday finish or delays or all that stuff. So this is, you know, this already was a crapshoot. It's going to be an even bigger crapshoot based on how this weekend's going to go. So we'll see. It should be fun. Maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe you won't. So that's why we do this. So why don't we take a
0: break, and then we'll uh, break down uh, DraftKings. Let's go. All right. Well, listen, if you're ready to win money at this tournament and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And they're bringing you the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play online. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. And WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Uh, new users can bet $1 to win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 on. Has a free bet on WinBet if you make your first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. Example, if you bet $100, bucks, you will get $200 free bet. Max wager is 750 bucks. a $1,500 match. I lost my mind about this last night. I won't do it again today, but you guys are fools if you're not taking advantage of this. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted ballets to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. If you're ready to play, which you should be, go sign up today and receive a special offer, risk-free, $1,000 sports bet Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now and visit wynnbet.com.
1: All right, let's jump right to it. Uh, let's go to the ten thousand dollar range. Boston Capper, kick it off. Pick uh, one guy you love in this range and one guy you're fading.
0: All right, so I'm just gonna play. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Sheamus, right? Um, you said you liked him a lot. Dug in a little bit. He won the Barbasol. Barbasol was tougher than this. Like, come on, let's go. Like, whatever. A- everybody's jock up here. There's really no pivot. And I'm going to fade Mito based on whatever Twitter loving him. Like, that's it. Like, that's literally my reason. Like, he's just going to get like, he's, he's showing it 20%. Now, I guess I, I bet he ends up at 30% um, by the end of the week. Yeah. I mean, all the
1: is on Mito this week again. So, yep. I mean, I, I guess before I get jumping in all my picks, I think I want to make one last comment about the weather. And if it's really going to be this windy and crappy over the weekend, let me tell you something that your precious ball striking stats aren't really going to mean Out much the
0: window. <laughs> yeah. Because
1: okay. listen, it throw wind at these guys. Like it, it shrinks the gap between the best and worst because everybody's going to be missing greens and it kind of turns into a rock fight, yep. turns to the guys and get up and down. You know, it's, and that kind of turned into a little bit of the theme of some, um, some of my picks this week. So, and in our theme too is, I mean, I'm trying, to, like I said at the top of the show, there is group think about guys who are just gravitating to the same players. Yep. So I'm going to try to talk about guys who are not getting steamed, I think have some value that kind of fits some of the boilerplate templates that I talked about last night. So, <sighs> I've heard a lot of talk about Matthew Fitzpatrick. I've heard a lot of talk about Mito, obviously. I've heard a lot of talk about Seamus this week. The one guy who I think is actually playing really well that I've not heard a lot of steam on is Bazaine Hoop. He's playing really good. I think it's just because no one has access to the European tour data, but he's hidden the hell off his irons lately. He played really well at the BMW PGA. Played well, I think, at the Alfred Dunhill as well. He's a great scrambler. He's a really good part of Bermuda, too. The one thing that scares you is he's really bad off the tee, but... Actually, over in Europe, he was actually striking the ball pretty well over there. He's he was pretty accurate, and actually, over his last like ten or twelve tournaments, he's been gaining more fairways over the field too. So I know his ownership is pretty high, but I think it's the lowest of you know all the top guys, whether it be Fitzpatrick or well, I take that back. It's it's much, it's lower than Meadows, it's lower than Sheamus. So I'm taking the third most guy there, and this guy I like. Yeah, take him. So I'll take him. God bless you. And then, I know I say I like Sheamus, I dug into it more. God damn it, man. I don't like him anymore. And it's two reasons. Number one, it's the popularity. And we have to remember that, yes, like Seamus Power has been putting up a lot of good stats. But this is Seamus Power at the end of the day. Hey, man. And in fact, he's got 20% ownership. I don't really dig it. Second of all, I kind of looked at how he did on shorter golf courses, and it's not great. It's actually the weakest of the guys in the $10,000 range. So I'm not really sure why it is, but he's losing about half a stroke per round of the field on quote-unquote short golf courses in his career. That's anything under 7,100 yards. So that's a little bit concerning here. You know, it's, he was okay with his course history, I think, the last time he played Bermuda. I don't know. And it, it, maybe he peaked a little bit. Like, this is not, like, he's put up okay ball striking numbers, but it's not nearly what it was back last summer I mean,
0: so i mean in the shriners he gained seven seven shots t degree okay six, that's six what, and a half that, on approach i'm just that,
1: saying i know i i saw that that's just one tournament though mm-hmm. overall though in his career it hasn't been all that great so it's a short, it's a short career man it's a young kid eh, he's not that young so anyways he's really popular he's my fade i know okay. you love him sorry yeah, I, I you know I it, and out. you put me on him. fucking dick <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when I saw it was he was thirty to one and all this popularity, I'm like, you know what? No, at going to work out for you guys this week. All right, I move on to the $9,000 range. So, again, I mean, we, we got a couple of popular guys. I'm going to try and talk about ones that are not popular. And I think a lot of people are trying to gravitate towards the guys who are really accurate off the tee, the short knockers, all those things. But we saw Wyndham Clark last year, who was not that, who made the playoffs. And it was kind of windy conditions last year, too. You know, and he's a bomber. He's not accurate. He's not a good iron player, but he scrambles well, he puts well. And there's two really good guys under 10 percent that are exactly of that blueprint. Start with Patrick Rogers. I know his course history last year stunk. I'm going to go back to him.
0: He burned me last year.
1: Yeah, he did burn you, but maybe he want to go back again. I mean, he's the same exact type of player as a Wyndham Clark. He's a really good putter in Bermuda. He's a good scrambler. And I think if it's going to be kind of a rock fight and kind of shrink the gap between the best ball strikers and worst ball strikers in really bad weather, I kind of like Patrick Rodgers. And then Taylor Pendrith, basically the same player. Really long player, good scrambler, great putter in Bermuda. Can't hit his iron so far on the, PG- on the PGA Tour, but it's only 12 rounds. We don't really know truly what he is. I know he had a really good amateur career. I know he was pretty good on the Corn Ferry Tour. I still believe in the kid's talent. So I like those two guys in the, in the 9000 hour range. And then, like I mentioned earlier, I understand with Adam Hadwin, it looks really good. You know, I mean, he is really good on short courses. He's, you know, he's a good scrambler, good putter in Bermuda. But I've heard a lot of takes of people, I think, trying to make him what he isn't. A lot of people are saying, oh, he's a really good ball striker, good iron play. He isn't. The numbers don't bear out with that. And Adam Hadwin is a really popular pick. I just think I've been around the block before with this. I think it's going to blow up people's faces. So Adam Hadwin's my fade in this range of $9,400. bucks.
0: right, listen, we're on the same page with the fade for all the reasons you said, right? Especially because of the popularity. And I've been burned by Hadwin before. Every time it looks like he's going to show up to a shitty field event and do well, he doesn't. He just doesn't. For whatever reason it is, I don't know. Uh, but I'm with you on the fade. So we have the same fade. So I'm on Danny Willett, right? Okay. Win player, just won over in Europe. Like, <sighs> he doesn't play a lot over here, but I do like him, like, for whatever reason. I was on him at some other random time, too, like, within the last, like, three months, and he did okay. So, whatever, man, $9,300, bucks, sub 10 percent owned. Like, around the green, he's really good. He's a fine putter. He's fine off the tee. You know, whatever. Like, give me give me some Danny Willett, wind player. Like, I, I want English players. I want, Australia, I want people who played in the wind. Give me Danny Willett. And then I'm going to take the Devils we don't know. OK, I'm going to take I'm going to look at Buckley and Ramey. Right. So for the most part, nobody knows who the fuck these guys are. Right. They great off the Corn Ferry Tour. They did they, they good at the Shriners. Buckley obviously has two top tens in his last other uh, his last two events. Listen, I like give me those two guys. Like, I want the devil I don't know. That's what I want. Like let them disappoint me for the first time instead of fucking Adam Hadwin and Penrith and Rogers kicking me in the balls for the fiftieth time in my life. Well, hey, Penrith is a devil you don't know either, buddy. Fine, I, I threw him in just as I was just scrolling down. But yeah, you're right. Like whatever. It is like, but yeah, I think I, yeah, just, they're fun, young, exciting players. Like you see these younger guys come out and they don't know what they don't know, so they don't seem stressed out by, like, trying to close tournaments. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, like, Yeah, uh,
1: I mean, I, listen, no, okay. I, I think I like Chad Ramey a little better than Buckley, but I think okay. well, I have a take about Buckley later, but I, I like Chad Ramey. I think just the popularity in DraftKings kind of Ch- Sway me more towards Pendrith because I think he's of the caliber of, of those two and yeah. he's got less ownership. Well, one last thing about Adam Hadwin. So he just finished top 10 of the Shriners. I could not find consecutive top tens on him <laughs> since uh 2019. So yeah. listen, right. you're getting Adam Hadwin basically at his peak. He has not shown he can really bounce back. He's actually had a
0: lot of really bad performances off good ones. Fire beware. Yeah. And so, hey, look, and hey, hey, just disclaimer. I'm not claiming to know a fucking thing about Buckley or Remy. Not a thing. I rely on guys like Steve and Andy Lack and guys who follow that shit to to guide me on that stuff. But I mean, the ownership's there. Whatever. Form looks fine. Like this is this is where I jump in. And that's what this is. This is how I find a random guy. I and mean, uh, all of a sudden he's my guy. So okay. let's get all excited right. about the young guys, man. Young guns. Let's go. All right. All right. While we move on to the eight thousand hour range, why don't you kick it off with uh,
1: two guys you like and one guy you don't?
0: All right, so I want Dietrich again, man. Like I don't care. Like I like his pedigree. I like him. He's fucking one percent owned. Um, listen, he got cut at the last three majors. Who gives a shit? I, it's just not a major. Like I, I feel like he'll be fine. He's played well at Corrales, which is a ver- what? Why What's are you first? referencing majors? He's played a lot more tournaments since then. I'm just saying, like the the, the Open, the U.S. Open, the PGA. Like I don't have the European shit.
1: I'm not paying attention oh, I, to that. I, I have European
0: stuff. Yeah, I don't care. I told you I would not taint your view of Thomas Dietrich. I'm just going to let you roll with yeah, it. Yeah, let me roll with it. I'm telling you, I got to feel it. That's it. I got to feel it. Um, so I like him. Um, then, I don't know, man. Like, I really don't know. Like, this is a, this is a thing I've pretty much skipped over. Like, I guess Higo, like... It, Oh, like I don't want him either. Like I, he was, he was the oh, DFS darling rage, and now he's gonna be four percent owned. It's almost like a just a just. A- contrarian play. Like I don't like this range at all. The Gala's I like the I actually I actually kinda like the Gala. Like the kid showed up. Um I might have a first round leader actually. Um the kid showed up. Like he showed up in a couple different places. Another devil I don't know. Like at the higher end. But yeah, I mean other than that, man, that's it. Like I, I know I put Guido in that snap bet last night, but when I was dicking around with some bills earlier today, like I pretty much skipped this range.
1: Okay. All right. I mean, I'm with Antigala. You know, his policy number has been really good. I think he contended at, I think, the Sanderson, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, T-degree is great. He's been hitting the driver really accurately. The iron play has been good. scrambling has been good. Um, I think he struggled a little bit with a putter, but I think he putted well at Sanderson on Bermuda. So, hey, maybe he's just really good putt on Bermuda. So who knows? Um, you know, I, I know Danny McCarthy is popular, but if it's going to be kind of crappy wind conditions where maybe his deficiencies in ball striking is going to get muted because everybody's missing greens a lot. I like him because he's an elite scrambler. He's a really good putter on Bermuda and he has a proven track record at this championship too. He finished T15 in 2019 T4 last year. So yeah, those are my two guys I like. Um, I don't understand. Well, I know why Guido Migliozzi is getting popularity because he's a devil. Fun to watch. He's He's a devil people know. He's a DFS darling. He's been pumped up a lot by the gambling community. But this is another example of why, how people should pay attention to the European tour. And they just look at the fantasy national stats and just say, oh, well, this is just who he is. Well, he has been fucking awful lately. He's missed <laughs> cuts in three of the last four. He's losing strokes, two strokes per round to the field in his last 12 rounds. He's lost one and a half strokes tee to green in his last 12 rounds. Everything literally is just on fire with Guido Migliazzi. But everybody's just going to him because, hey, well, you know, Pat Mayo liked him at one point. So uh, I really do not like Guido. I think it's completely reckless. People are, you know, 14 to 17 percent of lineups have him in. They are asleep at the wheel. So he is my big
0: fade in this range. Okay, I like it. All right. Well, listen, before we jump into the 7K range, uh, let's talk to you guys about PropSwap. The World Series is going on right now. Don't even have it on because it doesn't matter. The Red Sox aren't in it, and there's a cheaters, and uh, they're going to win. Uh, so, um, Listen, uh, PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Uh, the World Series is in full swing, and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series bets. All season long, PropSwappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Uh, not like like, like yourselves, you guys are sharp. You guys can go take advantage of the the the, the square bettors uh, over there, putting up bad numbers, right? So use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it to $500 or up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be sold at any time, so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. So get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets.
1: All right. Why we go to the $7,000 range? I'll kick it off here. So okay. if you're listening to this, you – you're probably a hardcore golf gambling degenerate and you probably listened to a lot of other stuff this week and probably read a lot of stuff too so there's a lot of popular names in this range like labiota and hubbard and duffner and stewart and a lot of guys are pretty popular so i'm not going to go into much detail because you probably have heard them all as far as the guys i actually really like who are popular i think hubbard is one of my favorites just because i've just always had a soft spot for him i think he is he fits that template of like a brian gay brendan todd type who would do well here saying they Ryan Stewart, uh, I know he didn't do well here last year, but it's a short course. He's accurate. He's a good putter in Bermuda. That's fine, too. And Nick Hardy, he's like $2,000 less than some of those other guys like Buckley and Ramey up top. He's just a good a ball strike. He's a stud. He was a really good college player. You know, I think he's been getting a little better with each term he's played. I think the fact that he's seven hundred dollars he's a little underpriced, and I like him, too. But as far as guys who are not getting a lot of ownership, who I like. You know, Nick Taylor tends to do really well just on these shorter tracks and yeah, listen, like like I said at the top of the show, I'm going to pick some guys who are really ugly the ball striking stats, but you know, sometimes you put them on these shorter courses and it doesn't matter, and this is one of those guys where he just elevates his game. Um, you know, he's a great scrambler, good putter in Bumita. He Again, like I said, he has a proven track record on shorter courses, so I like him. And if this is kind of going to be a rock fight and where, you know, guys be missing Greens a whole lot. And, you know, Bo Hostler it actually has a little bit of a Wyndham Clark type template where he's a really long hitter, awful ball striker with his approach. but he's a good scrambler, good putter. If that's a poor man's Wyndham Clark, I'll take that. He actually played pretty well at the Fortnite, although that was mostly with his putter. But hey, listen, you know what? If it's going to be really tough weather conditions, maybe you can just putt and scramble his way to a win. So you know, as far as underpriced options, I like Taylor and Hostler in this range.
0: Okay. I have a lot of names. 'Cause I I'm gonna pepper this fucking range. Like okay. I, I like this range a lot more um than I like the other ones. And it's only because, like, I mean, listen, you gotta take your shots at some of these guys down here. This is where it's gonna be made down here, right? It really is. So Nick Wadney, right? Not just cause his sister Heidi is super hot and used to do the Red Sox shit. Like that dude was on the up and come before he had a bunch of injuries. Um, I know he gained some absurd amount putting when he came in second uh like a couple weeks ago but listen it, even it, it, like it, that's a guy who can spike like he has good pedigree he was a good golfer this is a shitty field like give me some nick botany we talked about russell knox last night um great win player hasn't won in christ i don't know seven years i feel like maybe six years i think it was five at the travelers <laughs> right so whatever right but good win player feel like I've thrown a bunch of money at him anyway, so what's another fucking weekend to throw money at Knox? Um, and then uh, I heard uh, the only thing I listened to this week so far was uh, and this was literally, I don't even think, I didn't finish it yet, um, was Lax podcast right before I came uh, to do this one. He was talking about that Ikroth guy. I said, I, know I just butchered that name. What, did I, what was Ooh. it? <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh, what Ekron.
1: Ekron. 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 Hick? Hick-, Ek- Hick? No, e- Austin. Oh, Ekron. Austin Ekron
0: yeah, Ekro. Yeah.
1: Ekrob. No, that that's that's a good pick. I like him a lot too. Yeah, that was somebody who has, he's only got like fifteen rounds or so yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was getting sponsored. But he was the only one like there was a bunch of guys last summer who were getting invited to like the Palmetto and everything. And he's the only one who actually really did stuff. Like his ball striking numbers are actually pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, I think he's we finished, don't care about
0: like, ball striking numbers though. No.
1: I'm just saying, like, he actually has talent, though. <laughs> I know. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just – he has talent. So, uh, yeah, I, I like that, too. I, he got, he's got got a little more popularity than I thought he would, though. I, I thought yeah. that he'd be, like, 5%. He's getting, like, double like, digits. Like, tw-
0: yeah, yeah. He's over he's double digits. And, and, and what's funny is that's why he stuck out to me. And, like, I was like, all right, let me just throw on something here while I'm doing my research tonight. And I heard him say that name, and he had – um this English guy on I, I I can't remember his name um I think I follow him on Twitter it's, it's been a long day uh but he, he liked him as well um and then I want my ear man give me give me Herbert. like I don't give a shit. He, he's got winning equity he's a he's a better player than where the guys are priced at around here I mean it's ridiculous I mean this guy this guy's competed at, at, at high levels and he's 7700 like he's won a tournament uh he's won two tournaments or just one it was either one or two in the last I know he won, six I know he won, won the I know he won the Irish, Irish Open. Open. Yeah, I won that's Open. I think I think that's the only one he's won though. And then he came in like second when he should have won at, at, at was it the Scottish Scottish uh, yeah. yeah. So whatever, like whatever. Give me a, give me a player like that. Listen, I'm taking my shot. He's fucking two percent owned, two percent. Okay, put him in five of your fucking lineups so and you leverage the field if he hits. And then Brian Gay. Why is everybody ignoring him? This is the only golf course clearly this man can play. It's the only course. It's the only one. And he's did 5%. he win, win Harbour Town by like
1: ten strokes? He can play that one too. Well, that's another that?
0: short course so when
1: was that
0: that was like 15 years ago oh yeah and then uh and then uh my my boy viegas like dude sub you're, 7K. you're cheating that's sixty eight hundred bucks you're cheating you just said under 7k or you said under eight. we're doing listen. 7k range listen you, all right. Do you want? All
1: right. Let's just go. Let's just go right to this under seven. Let's go. Seven. Fuck it. Right, in, right Right under there. seven.
0: Right under seven. Sorry, my bad. The um, <laughs> Vegas. Give me Vegas, so, man. Is, is this your first show
1: or something? Listen, on, man. man.
0: I, I get excited. I had a lot of names down. Like I, like I, like I'm telling you. Like when I was going like through a... this, when I was going through this, I was like, but this is. This is like I, I like this shit. I like getting down in the dirt and finding the scrubs. You know all what right, I mean? Like, let's go dumpster diving then. All right, yeah, dumpster diving time. Yeah, right, listen, Vegas, man, it's insulting. Like this guy's been playing good. Like, eh, eh, like he's like he's got he's got good form. He plays well at these type of courses. Um, he had a pedigree. Like he's got a great pedigree. But what happened in his life fucking threw him off course. You know what I mean? Like and understandably fucking so. All right. and he's been in contention. I wish he had fucking got his card. He missed that fucking pot or something like that. This was a couple months ago. He ended up losing his CAD. Um, but yeah, listen, he he's grinding, he's he's here to win it. You know what I mean? He's a guy who's here to win. Um and then uh, my boy Kiriyama, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever, man. Great weekend. What? What, Your what? boy Kitayama. Yeah. My boy. That's is how it happens. Listen, somebody's gonna replace some of these scrubs that have been fucking buried in the in the pine barrens, bro. You know what I mean? Like are you gonna bring in the new blood? once. Uh, uh what's name what's the... name one thing Kirk Kitayama has done in his career. He had a good weekend this weekend okay you said name one you said name one um so yeah i like viegas Kiyama. uh and what do you think about luke donald no i don't no. listen
1: listen okay. i i don't track luke donald on a weekly okay. basis i mean look like the, apparently the bermuda championship has resurrected careers and <laughs> if this is going to resurrect somebody i guess i could see luke donald winning but no i'm not gonna bother although i will say this so the yeah. last two weeks when i've done a um, I think the cover photo on our preview show for the podcast that guys ended up winning and this week's it was luke donald so if really? you want to follow that trend that i'm just reverse motioning something you know some by putting like a cheeky cover photo on our podcast and they end up winning maybe you want to bet that is that, that, who that how's was? that for a gambling lean is that who that was
0: <laughs> That's sad
1: you didn't know who Luke Donald
0: was. Listen, man, listen, all these golfers look the fucking same some stuffy white guy for the most part. Like, whatever, man. Like, yes, that was Luke Donald. I started on Twitter. I literally was like, when I when I retweeted it this morning, I was like, who the fuck is that?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you questioned how the hell that he made $37 million in his career. Unbelievable. Unbelievable that guy's made thirty. Oh, million. Oh, when you're world number one, you get it gets its perks. One time. One time. All right. Well, I think it was like for 40 weeks, but whatever. Um,
0: right. so you, so you break right. it down so, and then go right into your big short. All right. All right. Let's. Yeah. Right. Uh, Let's
1: so I mean, over. like, so there's two popular guys like, I mean, I like them, but they're too popular for DraftKings. Honestly, I'm probably Well, I might use one of them for like a tw- top 20. But Cameron Percy is usually a guy who tends to pop up in these types of things because he's a really good ball striker. He tends to really do well in some of these opposite field events. I mean, look, if you want to join the crowd at 12% on camera, Percy, uh, you know, I think I did that one time and it blew up my face. So knock yourself out. I mean, Vaughn Taylor, like, listen, it's been awful for him, but that's a guy who just tends to really do well in some of these shorter courses. He's accurate. He's a good putter on Bermuda, a decent scrambler. He's actually hitting his irons pretty good, too. So I don't really hate that. Uh, I think I'm with my co-host that uh, I like Camilo Vajegas as well. He is playing a little better lately. Uh, and again, like like I said, with Luke Donald, this can be a tournament that kind of resurrects careers. And sure, I can see in my head that Camilo Vajegas ends up coming out of nowhere and winning and ends up getting his tour card back, kind of like it Brendan Todd did and Brian Gay did. But yeah, I mean, looking on paper, though, I think some of the stats are fine. So I like him. You know, Austin Cook is someone who tends to do pretty well in kind of these shorter tracks because he's accurate. He doesn't have a whole lot of length, but, you know, he can put pretty well in Bermuda. That might be somebody at $6,900 you might want to look at. Um, as far as, like, another corn fairy guy down this range, Seth Reed seems like he's a little underpriced. I mean, I went, he went cut, T8 cut, so he's pretty volatile, but, you know, his ball striking numbers at least look pretty good, so I don't really hate that, but, I don't know, overall, This is, like I said, it's kind of tough sledding. The fact that pretty much everything under 6,600 bucks is dead, but you want to use a whole lot of guys up a $10,000 range, you know, that, that makes things pretty dicey under $7,000 this week. Like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. By the way, you missed the entire spiel. I know. Uh Yeah. So I said, I hated Camilla and I thought that you were a dumbass for picking that. Oh,
0: they're fucking moron Then
1: I, I'm kidding. I just actually talked very glowingly about Vajegas. So yeah. nice. I
0: love it. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to ask you about it offline. All right. <laughs> so
1: I'm going to do my big short. I mean, I kind of already said it earlier. The fact that <laughs> it it is it. I think people are going to get what they deserve going with Guido this week. That that is just. Ooh, I, I love I, it. I see a name. I like him. And they're ignoring I mean, and they're just looking at fantasy national, which all those stats for PGA tour stuff looks good. But the last time he recorded a shot link measure round was at the U.S. Open,
0: mm-hmm.
1: everything pretty much since then has been bad. And I think people are gonna get burned. So, Guido Migliazzi, my big short of the week, I think he's gonna miss the cut and make people Ooh. for that. Oh, what's that? I'm gonna pull. All right, well. We're going to try a new uh, segment this week, too. Uh, you know, I have my big short, which is kind of like, you know, financial world, like shorting something like that. But we're going to do Boston Capper's rubbish of the week. And this is, can be a gambling lean, a non-gambling lean. He's just going to dump on a player for 60 seconds. So go for it. You know, who's your
0: rubbish of the week in this field? I'm actually not going to choose a player this week. I'm going to choose the PGA. OK, I like that. <laughs> so. With the millions and millions and millions of dollars that you guys get, you can't give me fucking shot link data. This is the third time you're going to be at this fucking tournament. You're clearly going to use it. Bring the goddamn equipment down. Like No one in the world, you are not looking for the 40 to 70 year old male golfer this week. No one, or a white male watching this shit on fucking CBS this week. It's fucking guys 25 to fucking 45 who have extra cash to spend because we gamble on golf and that's what we want. Like Figure out your target demo, you fucking morons. Like, this is what we want. Give it to us. Like, what does it matter with you? It's it's the dumbest fucking shit. Like, it makes me insane. And why can't you give me European shot data either? Send the fucking money over there too. You got up so much money. You have so much like we are the we are the fucking target demo. I'm a fucking 38-year-old white male who likes golf, who makes money. Fuck the 70 year old who falls asleep on CBS I will pay whatever stupid price you pay For whatever subscription you want And I will buy it and watch it in my office At the house I'll follow it on my phone Like give me the option and I'll take it I'm not even asking for that Just give me the fucking shot link data It's unbelievable Bro you gotta put
1: your eyes in the back of your socks they're kind of bulging out right there at the end there That was beautiful Buddy I can't so what, wait to I can't wait to keep this going throughout the PGA Tour season. We're gonna make a lot of people mad. So, so all right, nice. why don't we take uh, another break and then uh, we'll get to their betting cards, which is
0: really interesting this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. What what you know doesn't make me upset and make my eyes bulge out of my head is Prediction Strike. Uh, listen, it's a really cool news concept. Like, uh, listen, if you wish you could have had a stock in guys like Patrick Mahomes and McCaffrey, like I said, you know this is a good buy low spot if you like those guys, which I don't, uh, especially Patrick Mahomes, brother. He's a douche. Uh, well, Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based stock market where you can buy sells, buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stock. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strikes lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can have money to get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy-to-use app from the App Store or sign up at PredictionStrike.com to create an account – Use code SGP, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players, just like you would real stocks. The value of players will change based on game performance, supply, and demand, and you can trade your shares at players of any time as long as they're not currently in the game. So use promo code SGP when you sign up to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. All
1: right. Betting card time. Why don't you kick it off with uh, who are some of your head-to-head matchups this week?
0: Yo, I don't have any head-to-heads yet. Zero. You don't? You, how? Zero. How? Because I, I just don't. I just don't like. That's don't so. That is so weak. I'll, I'll really listen. Surprised. I'll post them. I'll post them later. Like, like I just like I, I didn't like the juice on them. Like I wanted to hear what you had to say about the weather and, and like. Listen, man. Like I'm not just gonna fucking fire off bets to lose money. Like I'm. I wanna, that doesn't sound like you. That, that's fair. Yeah. Thank <laughs> so, you. Just, that, that is fair i do i listen like i don't have any i don't have any positional i mean i don't i don't have any uh head to heads i do have some positionals i got some weird i got some weird other shit um so whatever it is what it is
1: all right in your defense it's not a very strong offering this week either you have to kind of guess who's motivated up at the top or take a guess on a completely volatile player who might finish dfl this week so yeah. <laughs> i get it i still found 3
0: uh, listen, i listen you, you don't know I'll
1: have now. more all right, let's start with mine. So, I mentioned earlier, I really like Saheet Tagalog this week. I think his ball striking numbers are really good. I think he's just, I just think he's a really good player. He's paired up like minus 120 against Joseph Bramley, which I don't know why he's $8,200 in DraftKings. Like, I guess like he won the Corn Fairy Tour championship. But other than that, he's been pretty bad. Um, I mean, p- his T degree numbers are real.
0: What's that? His putter is wicked bad.
1: Well, that's why I fade him this week. His putter is awful, and he's terrible on Bermuda. This is not like a situation where it's like Hideki, where he's a terrible putter, but he puts well can, on grass sometimes. Right. Bramlett's awful on pretty much every surface. So I'll take Tagalog, minus 120 over him. I, I just think Tagalog's a better player than me either, so I can't believe that's almost a coin flip. Um, I'm going with a uh, matchup for, between two Corn Fairy—well— not re- formally Fairway guys. Um, you know, I I talked about Nick Hardy earlier. I think he's a stud. I think he's going to be a really good player on the PGA Tour. Um, you know, Alex Smalley, it hasn't gone quite so well. His first couple terms up on the PGA Tour, like his ball striking numbers aren't that great. Uh and he's the a big favorite over Hardy. I actually think that is wrong. I think Hardy should be the favorite over Smalley there. So, I'm taking Nick Hardy plus 105 over him. Okay. And then Stephen Yeager is still getting a whole lot of respect. Because he was really good on the Corn Fairy Tour. But I remember he was in that same exact position a couple of years ago. He came on the PG Tour, it was awful. And he's kind of doing that again this this year. Like, he just hasn't been all that good so far. And maybe he just can't hack it up here. So, I mean, I don't love Scott Stallings this week, but he's fine. He's a solid golfer. I think he can do okay in these course conditions. And given his profile, I think he's fine. He's plus 100 over Steven Yeager. So, those are my three this week. I got two underdog plus plays and then a small favorite over uh, in Tagalog over Bramlett. Those are my three matchups. I like it. All right. Uh, why don't we go positional props? Why don't uh, why don't you start with uh why don't
0: you start with top twenties? You got any? I got three. Okay. Now we're talking. All right. All right. So I got I got Knox at plus one
1: twenty five. Oh Whatever. man. What? What? You really you really you really want to go Knox top twenty plus one twenty five? Yeah, dude. Have you seen the fucking market? Once again, I have no dead heat. So
0: it is. Oh, I, I I get it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are these are your bets. Thank you. And then uh, I'm going uh, with your boy Duff Daddy, uh, top twenty. I got two twenty-five plus two twenty-five on that. Good number, no dead heat, thank you. Uh, and then once again, uh, uh, Brian Gay. This is the only golf course you can play. Two to one or plus two hundred. Brian Gay, top twenty. Give it to me, like, whatever. Okay. All
1: right. Well, I also have a top twenty in Jason Duffer. It's, it's I am a plus two seventy-five, but that's because there's you know dead heat on mine. Um, I bet top twenty in Austin Ackroyd at plus three hundred. Uh, you Probably know, talent. listen, I, I talked about that earlier. I just I think he's really good. I think yep. he has the talent to finish top 20 in this field. So with that, um, right. Right. you know, right. I, I have a funny feeling that Vaughn Taylor is going to be kind of this stupid has been who ends up doing well this week. And he's top okay. 20 plus 300. He's at least striking the ball. OK, and he does well in short courses. So I'm good with that. Okay. And then uh, you want to talk about Brian Morris. Or you want me to talk, talk about Brian Morris? You can talk about Brian Morris, yeah. That's okay, so there's a guy in the field this week with stage 4 cancer, which, by the way, all the babies who didn't want to go over because of the COVID protocols and everything like that, there's a guy with stage 4 terminal cancer who's going to play this thing. Yep. Sack up and just do whatever it takes to go over. But regardless, Hell yeah. so Brian Morris, that's a good story. Just Great story. bet it. You can get a top 20 on him at 33 to 1. Throw like five bucks, ten bucks on it, you know, and then if you win, you know, donate to charity. That's good karma. Sometimes, you, if you're when you're gambling, you get good karma on your side. Yep, you going you're going on a win streak. So, yeah, you know, let's everybody get behind him. Brian Morris, top 20,
0: 33 to one. I love it. I love it. And, and listen, I'll, I'll even go a little farther. I would say, hey, listen, man, like definitely throw some money on him for that. Like I, I told him I didn't have it. He didn't have it. wasn't available for my top 20 on that book. I didn't look at my local yet. Um, I do have him on another bat later, which has no shot of cashing. But I mean, look, man, like if a guy with stage four cancer can go out and play, like this is such a crap tournament. How much money are we really spending on this tournament, boys? I mean, we're not doing a whole lot of that. So I would say like anything we win, like, dude, throw 50% at St. Jude's, man. Do a good thing. Put the good karma forward. This guy's out there living his his fucking dream right before he dies taking advantage of every moment like let's send some money to the people who need it send it to st jude send it to whatever your favorite cancer charity is whatever it is man i would say I, I would challenge you to whatever you win this weekend at least give half half of it to st jude's all right i like that that's a very good message
1: all right let's transition to top 10s why don't i kick it off first so this is where i liked a lot of guys who were like you mentioned or the devil you don't know A lot of these young guys, I think there's some value because I think they're really talented. They're just underpriced because no one really knows them. So I took top tens on Chad Ramey, plus 350, Taylor Pendrith, plus 400, Sahit Zagala, top 10, plus 400, and Nick Hardy, plus 450. I talked about them already tonight. I think all of them are really good ball strikers. I think they got big ceilings and big talent really I only need one of them to hit in order to at least you know make money on this so yeah th- those are my top 10s I, I like i didn't want to pay like even for fitzpatrick or no. like anything past these guys or even like the same price like a patrick rogers at like for like that's too volatile i don't trust him so i mean i guess i shouldn't trust these guys either but i mean I, I i at least believe in their talent i believe in their upside and it's exciting to bet on these guys this is the first time i've actually dipped my toes into some of these guys this year as far as like uh the guys who came up so those are my top 10s. 10 bets
0: this week is Ramey, Pendrith, Tagala and Hardy. Love it. So I'm with you on Ramey and Tagala, which is just which is funny. Uh, and then the only other one I have, Brian Gay, Dude, 7-1 to one for a guy. He's played it twice. Listen, I don't give a shit. You can laugh at me all you want. Listen, you have a course that you know you can crush, right? You have a local course that you know you can crush. Yeah, it's the it's the course I grew up in. It's a, it's a okay. local Munich here, right? And you have no problem at that course. Super comfortable. No, you're not gonna have a bad bad game, right? Like, look, yeah. the, the weather throws us into a little bit of a thing, but I don't give a shit, dude. Seven to one for a guy who went third and first. Fine, okay. It's, it's the only course the guy's been able to play in 24 months. It's whatever, <laughs> give it to me. Seven to one. Let's go. <laughs> All right. What about some other
1: props? Like first round leaders, nationality props. What All do right. you got?
0: So you led me to this guy, and now you're bailing on me on this guy. But I laid the bet already, anyway. So I got Seamus Power as top, uh, great. I just said Green Bay, Great Britain, and Ireland. an Ireland, uh, player plus four fifty over Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> over Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, plus four fifty. Seamus Power, and then my uh, uh, my first round leaders. I got we the guy we just talked about, Morris. Who's two hundred and fifty to one, man. I could throw $5 on it. You never know. Let's go. I didn't have the top 20 bet on him. It's the only way I could get action on him at the time. I wait for him to make the cut. They cut it off too much. I was going to check my local. I'm going to try to get as much money on this dude as I possibly can, but just because whatever. Um, And then the rest of my first round leaders, um, I got Hadwin, even though he's a big fade, like he does get off the heart starts in tournaments sometimes, and then he will just shit out on a Friday. So oh, that's fine with me. I got Watney at 66 to one. I got Ramey at 40 to one. Villegas, 80 to one, and Duff Daddy at 66 to one.
1: Okay. I like it. So the only other props I did was, you know, I, and I remember last year, anytime we came to these week tournaments, one or two guys at the top kind of bomb out, and they tended to be some of the chalkier ones that just ended up being default picks. So, I took four guys to miss the cut. Ooh. And, you know, and they're behind him. I didn't parlay, I just took it individually. So, I already dumped on Guido Migliazzi enough this week. I got him two to one to miss the cut. Like it. Here's my discussion about Hayden Buckley. And I like him. This is not a slight against him, but I mean,. He's coming up, what, two straight top tens. This is also a guy who was really streaking in the Corn Fairy Tour. He missed a bunch of cuts last year. He's a really up-and-down player, and he's, I think, the favorite of, like, all those other guys. Yeah. yeah. So, miscut 220 on him. Maybe this is where he comes crashing back down to earth when everybody's kind of on him. Um, Adam Hadwin miscut 255 just because he seems like a default pick that everybody kind of led themselves to. And listen, at the end of the day, this is Adam Hadwin. Like that might <laughs> go wrong for you. And Seamus Power three to one through a miscut. That's a lot of respect for Seamus Power. You you can't deny that. You know I'm right.
0: I can't. I can't. You're right. I can't. I'm whatever, I like Seamus this week, too. That I is, gotta, I'm not I'm not gonna let you bully bully me off of it.
1: No, I I'm not your bets are already late. That is purely just a bunch of steam on power. Who has not done a whole lot in his career, and it's three to one. People are talking about him like he's
0: like Patrick Hanley this week. Like, I, I just <laughs> that is fair. On it is fair it has gone a little far yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 it's true there is yes. there's there are some good ones on that so yeah I, I like i think i might follow you on the guido one i can get him at plus 225 at the God, uh, watch watch Guido go out and win the tournament now uh, okay. no oh no but i just like it because you know, i mean you know i'm a contrarian anyway so like i love it and like we talked about what like golf has been going great football not so much with the contrarian plays. so all right, am yeah, so they're go. just gonna catch let's go let's keep right. on why don't we
1: take one more break and then we'll get to our
0: outright picks? All right. Before we get to our outright, real quick, man. Listen, you guys get to go get the SGPN app? It's now live at the App Store, Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And for God's sakes, go toss us a review, uh, even if it's on the app, and download the app, man. Let's go. I know it's the false swing, so if you're listening, we know you're degenerates. And uh, yeah, listen, man, spread the word, man. Get more people into this stuff, man. I'm telling you, it's a it's a niche market, but uh, yeah, listen, we are we're good at making money here. So go fucking tell your friends and family.
1: Okay. All right. Well, why don't I go first with the outright bets? Because you only have like three. And you said you wanted to see see what I was going to go on. Okay. So I go first. Well, I said I was not going to bet anyone at under 40 to one to win this tournament. And then there was a guy I just fell in love with today that I just, it was FOMO. And kind of these FOMO bets have been working out for me, even if it's not odds I really agree with. I think Christian Bazano is a really good player. I think he's not getting talked about enough in this tournament. I think he's a decent win player. He's been playing well. He fits a lot of things I like as far as a skill set perspective. I know you. I, I knew you were going to get this reaction out right? of you because it's who Whatever you like to make it's fun it's of his last name.
0: It's sir. It
1: I like him. He's a proven winner. He's won a oh, lot oh. over the European Tour. He's contended a lot. He actually came over here before COVID and was really good over here too. I like him. I think he's a good player. And then everything is fifty to one or above. So it's broken up into a couple categories. So I have four guys who basically are the typical, the mold I'm looking for. You know, as far as either your Wyndham Clark type or you're a, a Brendan type, Brian Gay type. So the Wyndham Clark type is a Denny McCarthy at fifty to one. You know, he has a little bit of pop off the team, not very accurate, but you know, he's a good scrambler, good putter, especially on Bermuda. I like him. And then you okay. got your Brendan Todd types. That's a Mark Hubbard, at sixty six to one, a Ryan Armour sixty six to one, and a Brian Stewart eighty to one. Seems like I bet those guys a couple times this summer. <laughs> yeah, it's it. come close a few times. Th- I think at the three okay. M, those guys got close. I like him at this type of golf course. I think this the if they're going to actually win one of these things, it's going to be here. And then just two off the wall doesn't make any sense why they would win this, but just because there's some skill sets I like. Nick Taylor seventy five to one. Bohas ninety to one.
0: <laughs> You're going to get some Bo in the random lineups for
1: you. Uh, you know. Listen, I mean, it'd be <laughs> fitting if Bo won this
0: thing. That's fair. All
1: right.
0: Uh, so, uh, I'm I'm fine with the I'm fine with take at sixteen to one. I might follow you on that because you, you seem pretty strong on that. Oh. Sixteen to one, and whatever, dude. I fucking bet Decker at fourteen to one last week. Once again, it know, goes back to my argument. I don't give a fuck what the value is. Give me the winner, right? Don't care. Um, okay, I might follow you on that. Okay. All right. Anything else? Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was just I was I was processing trying to think if I was actually going to follow. You were, you on. were
1: working on your mind. How the hell am I betting Christian Bazaine, who is 16 to one? Yeah, basically, basically. Yeah, uh, maybe just so, sleep on yeah. that one. That number is probably not going to move. Maybe sleep on it before you uh, put that bet down.
0: Uh, yeah. My lock It'll fucking go to 11 by tomorrow morning. That'll be good. So I'll just fucking. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Fitzpatrick and Rita would draw. And then he's going to go to eight. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So I uh, so Seamus Power fucking 25 to one. Uh, whatever. Give me him. Give me the ear. Fucking 66 to 1. Uh, Ekrot. Or how, how the fuck do you say his name? Ekrot. Yep. That one. 70 to 1. Uh, and then my boy, Kidiana, 100 to 1. 101. All right. So Kidiana yeah. lost to um,
1: Terrell Hatton, your spirit animal, yeah. in a playoff at the Turkish Open. Oh, nice. Bet you didn't know that one.
0: Did not. Yeah. But look there at that. you go. But look at that. See? See? I knew I liked him for a reason. He he, he was playing with Patton over in the Bonesaw 2 also Classic. The the e- he
1: was in that playoff with EVR, too. I think he was in... Uh, I think he beat him technically in that playoff. I actually yeah. got up at, like, 4 in the morning to watch that. It was actually pretty compelling.
0: <laughs> I know. God, Take a sip of my drink, and you say, pretty compelling, the Turkish Open made. It was... G- 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 Carroll G- had an
1: G- EVR G- Kurt Hiddeyama yeah. 4am playoff. I don't know how fuck After know. Terrell Haddon was been bad for two years, and then finally got a win, and then ended up winning their Arnold Palmer about six months later because of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. that Listen, was I'm with you. I like it. All right, so I think I'm going to follow you on Christian. I don't know about the other guys. You didn't get down on Duff. You didn't get down on Duff, Daddy. No, I just did the top twenty. That, was the, it, first, here, that was the first guy you well, mentioned. So, to me. so
1: here, so here's the thing. I like. I looked at a lot of those top tens. Most of those guys could putt, and Duffer just can't putt.
0: But yeah, Duffner, Duffner's all right on fucking. Oh, on he is, and he loses points. Uh, uh, okay. right, easy. I, I just—he just... didn't filter down your Bermuda green, sir. But listen, I'm just, I'm just. Uh, listen, I definitely, yeah. But is this best putting surface? Yeah, he's still losing strokes. Okay, but see, that's what stuck out in my brain. I was like, "Well, Bermuda's his best by yeah. a long shot." Listen, the difference
1: between Hideki is Hideki actually gains on
0: on bent grass. <laughs> Duffner still loses point three. This is true. Yeah. He gained. He gained uh, at the Windham. What kind of grass is at the Windham? That's Bermuda, whatever. Just saying. Okay. I'm gonna, fine. I'm, Listen, I'm if you gonna, want to bet Duffner, Duffner. Duffner, go ahead, bet Duffner. I'm going to bet Duffner 66 to one, because this is the first guy you texted me about. That's true, and he is the, hey,
1: I only like him for a positional prop. When we, uh, We're we going to get I, back to that nonsense after I've had a couple of winners I, in this few weeks. I'm
0: betting fucking Duffner.
1: You right, should fine. bet Duffner, too. Bro, I'll see, I'll see, I'll see what the number is. You, it's 66. Maybe on your book, not on my book. All right, fair might be might be 40 on my book <laughs> whatever it's
0: not like my book hangs good fucking numbers either the um, um all right, right either we'll way hold on, hold on the show yeah, <laughs> yeah this, is, this is all right hold, hold on no 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 no, no, no. we're no, no? we're gonna do this
1: we're gonna do this live on the air what no so, all right are you gonna better now i'm gonna go to my book okay. and we are going to see what Duffner's number is actually. I'll go to both my books.
0: We're like bad, like AM sports radio with like the last night you forcing. We're, we're like we're like Mike and the Mad Dog right now, you know. Making making me pull something up online. hear me go. Click 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 click. All right, let me open this up. All, All right. right, what do you got, Duffy at? seventy
1: five to one. Oh, actually
0: right, so there you go. Go bet him right now.
1: Bet him. Bet him. I I'll I gotta sign in. That's gonna take a while. All, All right. right. I will. I will add it's Jason Duffner's. Take to a my while. Calls. I will add. <laughs> Whatever you guys can trust me. I'll add Jason Duffner seventy-five to one of my card too. All
0: right,
1: uh, maybe I'll check my local. Maybe he's sleeping on Duff Daddy too. All right, Why don't we end the sh- while we end the show.
0: All right, anything else for you?
1: No, that's it. This is a silly event. I, I probably will spend five minutes watching or just checking oh, my. Stop it! You go if, if I get a couple leaders down, well, it's Fe Sunday. That's the problem. Like, and it's, ha- and it's also Halloween on Sunday. Halloween, Halloween's just gonna yeah. Be- it's this thing's not getting much attention.
0: Yeah, listen, I'll still fucking watch it. And I'll definitely be watching it on Thursday. But my first round leaders, let's fucking go. And look, there's nothing better than watching uh, a Thursday for your first round leader sweats. If Listen, throw fucking five bucks on a couple guys and uh, have at it. Uh, you guys know where to find Steve. Uh, Sports Game Podcast. You can come find him in the Slack channel. Uh, it's at the bottom of all of his amazing articles. And uh, listen, you can find me on Twitter at Boston underscore Capper. You can find me in the Slack as well. Uh, other than that, we've been wicked profitable. So uh, let's fucking break them books again, baby. Till next week.